Football Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We've got news to get to. We've got waiver wire advice. We're doing the waiver wire show, the week one waiver wire show refresh. This is like our third our third edition of this thing, but we gotta we gotta refresh the fact that Zamir White was number four on the depth chart uh, coming into the, coming into today. But does that mean that we we drop them too much? I, I don't think we do, but we do maybe put a couple guys that were all neck and neck above him, and we're gonna go over all that. And more. First, we're gonna hit the news desk, get through a few real quick, quick, uh, quick pieces of news, and then we're jumping to the week one preemptive final refresh waiver wire show. Let's go. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So we have a little bit of news here. We'll start off with what I, what I just mentioned. Zamir White is is being listed as the fourth running back on the depth chart. Now this is kind of like uh, this is strange to me. Because, you know, they drafted this kid for a reason. Uh, some coaches do things differently to motivate players. Some some coaches do a whole, you got to prove it. We're going to put you here. We're going to put you there. Some things come down to pass protection. Uh, some things are actually where, like, if, if the starter went down, the third or fourth running back on the depth chart comes in as the, the, the replacement because of special teams and other things that, that a number two and number three running back can maybe take on as a, as a veteran. So this doesn't really deter me away from, from, from Zamir White. I want him on all my rosters. I think he can win leagues. But it does maybe make us put him maybe below a couple of the other waiver wire potential amazing snags like Rashad White, who's number two on the depth chart. Uh, a guy like uh, Algier, who could end up starting games really early on. And, and players like that. So we'll get to that in the week one waiver wire segment right after this news piece. Uh, so Zamir White, don't don't like go cutting him unless you can pick up one of the other guys we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but absolutely loves Amir White, dis- despite the, that news that's going to, I think, freak a lot of people out. He could be the most dropped player uh, this week in, in you know some formats because people are going to just say, ah, number four, and then go running for the hills. But some cases, it might be good to cut him if you're going to get a Rashad White. We'll talk about that in a minute. Damian Pierce named the number one starter, uh, listed as the number one running back on the official uh, depth chart. But this is not surprising, but this will vault his value up in the final days and hours of your drafting so if you're paying i don't know 5.1 value now on the regular or even five point yeah 5.1 to 5.5 you're probably going to end up paying fourth round value moving forward this news won't be good for his adp um and, and at some point you got to draw a line and say hey i've already got i've already got this uh this kid on like four rosters i'm good you know i don't need to reach into 3.5 or 4.1 or whatever in some leagues, it, it makes sense. It just depends on who, you, who you're drafting with and the snipe city that you might have going on. But in general, you know you might want to move on at, cer- at a certain point. Know that you've got you've got him. We own him probably more than any player. I would say uh, on on like any of the sleeper lists or any of the the players that have potential breakout written all over him. We have so many shares across our community of Damian Pierce because we've been talking him up from the beginning. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. You in the back. I got D-Town in the back there. Rob, Macho Taco, Bumpy, uh, K, KJ, KI, uh, Anonymous, uh, uh, Rock Out. All of you, congratulations. Yeah. You did it. You made it. 
I mean, what what an amazing player to have on three, four, five of your rosters when maybe two or three of those, maybe 40% of those were when he was a 6th, 7th, and 8th rounder. That's how we do, do it. That's how Dad did it. And we're going to continue to continue to smash and dominate leagues. This is just the beginning. This Damian Pierce stuff is just the beginning. We've got a whole list of moon men right here. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. We've also got the Mars men. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men. We also got the tripod. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. Do you know how many tripods we've got going on out there? And the cousin to the tripod is the Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, or a couple other different variations of this bad boy. We've got people all over. We've got people all over that have the combinations of the things I've just shown you, and we're going to dominate. Pierce is just the beginning. Prouse, uh, if there are any proud Pierce owners, uh, drop a... Uh, what emoji should we officially designate to, to Damian Pierce? So that if, like, let's make it a weird emoji that we don't ever see. So that, that we know when someone wants to mention Pierce, you drop the emoji and I know exactly who you're talking about. Somebody give us the best emoji possible. The best... The best... You know, not fire, not a not a flexing arm, something nobody sees. No one throw the eggplant out. Let, let's get a good emoji, an emoji that it represents Damian Pierce, and 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 we'll start using it. Go forward because we we need something. Fire, fire's not going to work. Somebody drop something good. Damian Pierce is essentially a low end running back one. Uh, the sword, I kind of like the sword. Damian Pierce, he's going to pierce your league. I think we could do this. Damian Pierce, we got we got the we got the what is this? Is this a snake or a lizard or what was that? Looks like a dragon. I like the dragon. Proud owner, the cross swords is pretty good. Proud Pierce owner, I like that. I kind of like the cross swords. I like the sword, the cross swords. Uh, uh, uh Sean wants to know why no eggplant. <laughs> uh I, you know, I'm kind of thinking, uh, rock, rock out says the ambulance. Okay. Okay. We got, we got the star. We got the horse. We got the, we got the upset, the upset emoji. That kind of works. Uh, you know, like he's steaming mad Damien Pierce underdog coming in, uh, uh, ninja. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ninja's pretty good. So I think uh, I'm going to make an executive decision here. I want to make an executive decision. I'm going to go ahead and say, I can't use the rocket because we use that for a ton of things. I'm going to go ahead and say the ninja emoji. The ninja emoji is the new Damien Pierce, official Damien Pierce icon or emoji. If you want to talk about Damien Pierce without saying his name, you drop that emoji. We'll make some kind of scene for it. Okay, moving on because we got to get to the waiver wire show. Here, What have I been saying? What have I said about Akers? Don't draft him. What have I said about players like Barkley last year? Don't draft him. I get sick and tired of everybody coming in here and trying to tell me about injuries or that injured players are coming back or that Smitty, you got to have faith. Why are you so down on injured players? Look, I've had every knee injury in the book. I know what it is to be an injury-prone player. But when people keep dragging... Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Alert. Time for a Smitty rant. Listen to me and listen to me good. We've had this conversation way too many times. Smitty, Smitty, what about Barkley? He looks so good, Smitty. He looks so good. How many times did I tell you not to draft Barkley last year? How many times? How many times have I told you not to draft Akers? Akers going in round three. Everyone and their mother was drafting this guy, Cam Akers, in the third round a month or two ago. Said stay away. Now he's a 6th, 7th rounder. No one no one wants to touch him. If you own Cam Akers and you tried to trade him for a 5th or 6th round player, no one would take him. Nobody wants him. He's now in a running back by committee. He has He's coming back from a torn Achilles tendon. And the, the guy is coming back. This is his first year back. He's like 13 months fully recovered. Not fully recovered. 13 months recovered from his Achilles surgery. And yes, he came back and played a couple games last year. That doesn't mean this is his second year back. This is his first year back. J.K. Dobbins, not ready. Smitty, J.K. Dobbins. Smitty, J.K. Dobbins is good. You're going to see they want to run the ball out there in, in Baltimore. Stay away. He's not ready. Barkley, not ready. What did I tell you about Barkley last year? When a player comes back from an ACL tear and isn't fully ready for week one, but gets shoved out into the lineup, guess what's going to happen? Swelling. over Swelling constantly. The knee is designed to swell as any other part of your body, but especially this knee. When there's anything going wrong inside this knee, when things are going wrong inside the knee, it swells up to protect it. This guy is going to have Chris Godwin, J.K. Dobbins. They're going to have constant... Make sure I don't get back on my chair and sit on this, please. Uh, J.K. Dobbins... Chris Godwin are walking in unprepared and not ready to play football. They want to be. They want to be. They're tired of the negativity and the doubt. They're worried about their jobs as any NFL player would be, especially J.K. Dobbins, because running back jobs are not held for very long in this league. Hence why we've never, ever, ever in the history of the NFL seen a running back come back from a torn Achilles tendon like Cam Akers. Not ACL. That's Adrian Peterson. Achilles tendon is right here in the back of your where your heel 
above your heel, below your calf, your Achilles tendon. It feels like a cord right here. When you snap that thing, you have no explosion left. No one has ever come back and become a top 15 running back. We have De Deonta Foreman coming back and finally looking good 75 years later. We have Marlon Mack 16 years later, practically, coming back and doing some things. Sure, great, amazing. Okay, but running back starting jobs aren't waiting for you. Cam Akers essentially has the best chance of anybody to have a job opening potentially there for him, but his explosion will not be there. J.K. Dobbins torn ACL, just like I told you to stay away from Barkley last year. He will not be ready, and he's rushing back. I have news. We have the, the most recent news saying that we don't know what his workload is going to be, and they're probably going to not give him a hefty workload at the beginning part of the season. He's going to be sitting out of practices with swelling because his knee's not ready. If he was ready, there'd be no talk about limitations. There'd be no talk about uh, light workloads. There'd be no talk about could he maybe miss the week week one? Oh, he could. He could play. He should play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. Wait, maybe he won't. I'm going to play. That means he's not ready. Barkley wasn't ready. You have so much swelling because your knee says, what are you doing? I'm not ready. You're out there cutting running backs more than any other player in the league. Getting hit. Helmets hitting the knee. Unexpected jerk moves, movements like that because you're getting hit left and right. You're unexpected hits left and right from 300-pound linemen. Then they try and drive you into the ground two and three at a time while you're trying to run up the A-gap. It's different than a wide receiver who tears his ACL, goes out there, and he's controlling all of his movements. Yeah, he gets hit once in a while. Yeah, two or three guys might hit him. Two or three guys might drive him into the ground. Defensive backs, not linemen. Running backs, every carry up the gut, completely hit from left, from right, not expecting this movement, that movement, planting ACL and Achilles are taking so much trauma every time they carry the football. If you're unprepared for week one, I'm not going near you coming off an Achilles, especially. I'll never go near an Achilles running back coming off year one, ever. But but an ACL coming off week one, if you're not fully prepared and had enough time and you're questionable, that means you're rushing back. The swelling is going to be unreal. So I forget why I even started this rant. I think I was talking about Godwin. Was I talking about Godwin? I think I was trying to go toward Godwin. Godwin is barely ready for week one. Godwin, the, the information I'm just going to show you in a second, says he's not sure if he's playing week one. Are you playing week one? His quote, I'll have to read it. I think it's, if I'm paraphrasing, something to the effect of no one knows. I don't think anybody knows if I'm starting week one. He's not ready. He's an injury-prone player, and he's going onto the field potentially not ready. 